Okay, I need to first off say this. Usually our intros have like, I'd say they have like a PG rating, you know, like we're not like vulgar. It's just nice. You know, we're just talking. But this intro is more of a PG-13. So just like kind of a heads up to everybody out there uh, right now. So I was looking up butt funnels the other day on the I'm internet. I'm sorry. <laughs> butt funnels? It's not what you're thinking. Okay. Uh, there's this TV show out there called Bar Rescue. Okay. And it's an awesome show. Have you guys ever seen it? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Amazing show. There's this, okay. For John anybody, Taffer? Yeah, exactly. For anybody out there who hasn't seen it, the guy on there, his name is John Taffer, and he goes around and he fixes these failing bars, and he's awesome. He doesn't take crap from anybody. He is the personification of the phrase, my way or the highway. That's it's also the guy. important to know he's like 60 years old, about 6'5", yeah. 280 pounds, I yeah. think. Yeah, he's he's a very imposing guy. His eyes bulge out of his head. No matter like how angry or happy he is, his eyes are perpetually bulging out of his head. He reminds me of like a Sopranos person. Yeah, like somebody from like, like the mob. He has like that suit, like dark suit, yeah. just rolling in hot. I think he might be like a good guy, though, because he's been married to the same woman for like 40 years. So good on you, John. I've, I think her name's like Angela or something like that. Anyway, You don't have to say you think. You, you look this up. You I'm, know. I'm it? pretty sure I know. <laughs> anyway, I have an issue with the show, though, because they try to paint John as this like bar genius. And maybe he is. Maybe like, he seems to have a lot of good ideas. He definitely knows what's going on in the bar. He definitely has like good ideas. But one of the things that they tried to push that he's like a genius of for inventing is this thing called the butt funnel. And what the butt funnel is, is a barrier. It's, it's basically a railing that he puts up in between a walkway from the bar to the dance floor. So it makes the walkway really tight so that people have to rub up against each other to go from the <laughs> bar to the dance floor. He loves this because he thinks that it makes people interact more. And that they it basically breaks the ice by having you rub butts up against each other. He loves the butt funnel. If I uh, Google this, is yeah. it going to give me some weird stuff? Well, I, I can tell you exactly what will <laughs> pop up because I was looking on the internet the other day to, to figure it out. For some reason, I can't wrap my head around why people think this is a good idea because I don't know how like it's going to work in the real world. He thinks that it really does make people like talk to each other and like breaks the ice. But I can't imagine that working. Like, Raj, let's role play real quick. The, the flaw of it is one of you's leaving, right? Yeah, so you're one's passing already out. Each other. So I guess the assumption is yeah. the person that's still in line would be like, hey, I'll get two while I'm up there and bring you one out to the dance floor. Is that what he's getting at? I don't know. He thinks, like, if you just physically, apparently, he thinks if you just physically rub up against each other in a nightclub, it's just going to spark conversation, which maybe it will, but. It like, would spark me wanting to leave. <laughs> Raj, let's role play. You be a beautiful, sexy girl. I'll be Chris. All right. All right. <laughs> all, right all right. So we rub up against each other. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to rub up against you. Can I buy you a drink? No, weirdo. Get away from me. <laughs> That's exactly how that would work, right? Isn't it? <laughs> I probably would have slapped you first, but yeah. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, he, he loves Well, he probably invented this in 1962 or something like that, right? Maybe. He, it's a different time. He, there's a clip on YouTube of him saying, like, I love the butt funnel. That's how he talks or something like that. I love the butt funnel. There's probably a few babies out there that are respons- that are, the butt funnel is responsible for making because, you know, it, like they introduce it to people. Yeah. I did see one recently, not recently, within the last year maybe, where he... Uh, is explaining to a bouncer how he likes to handle uh, fights. 
John handles fights. Yes. Okay. Specifically fights between women. (laughs) And it was, he carries around a cold towel, a cold, wet towel. (laughs) And uh, just all the time. So I get, or if he's bouncing, I guess, I don't know. He wants his bouncers to have a, or maybe warm, but a wet towel that is some sort of temperature. Does he waterboard him? (laughs) No, he grabs the back of their neck with the towel. So they like freeze up and then he just pulls them away via that. So he never actually touches them or anything. Wow. But still the visual didn't look great. That's not good. (laughs) That's uh, like, he has ideas. We can't, (laughs) I just don't know if they're good. Anyway, the moral of the story is there are real butt funnels out there. You can buy them on Amazon. I'm getting mine next week. They cost like 70 bucks. (laughs) What's up guys. My name is Chris. Roger. Krista. And welcome to Two Drunks Still Make a Right. This is a bald and tall episode. We don't have Dave here, unfortunately, but we have in the audience with us Bartender K. Hey guys, what's up? Heck yeah. If you haven't seen this show, this is basically a game show. Raj, Krista, and I will talk for a while, and the person at the end of the episode with the most points wins. Anybody on the podcast can give or take away any amount of points from anything for any reason. It's all fair. It's all right. Here on Two Drunks Still Make a Right, bald and tall episode. Bum bum. Oh yeah. All right, so for this week's episode, we actually are doing something new where we're going to be doing a shot. For this week's episode, we're actually doing something new. We got a drink of the episode that we're making, and it's a very own Chris original drink. Roger, are you excited? Couldn't be more so. Uh, graciously, you and Bartender K have given us the materials to all have a shot of this drink, so we all have our shots. The drink of the episode is called the Treasure Chest. Raj, do you remember what's in the Treasure Chest? I do. It is uh, equal parts Goldschlager and <laughs> Captain Morgan's white rum that yep. just happened to be the rum we have on hand. 100%. And uh, just a, a mess of orange bitters. <laughs> that was not measured. <laughs> it was a pretty aggressive just splattering of orange bitters, but yes. So it's an orange bitters, rum, and Goldschlager co- uh, shot. The gold shocker is there for people who don't know. It's like a cinnamon liqueur, kind of like a fireball. But in my opinion, I think it's better because it's sweeter. And it has flakes of gold leaf in it. So you feel a little bit fancy when you drink it. So, you know. I'm I excited. guess I should have listed that last since that's the treasure in it. The, yeah. the treasure chest situation is the rum and orange. That's a, a pirate's an island kind of thing. And then the treasure is the gold gold yeah. flakes. Gold flakes. Freak. You know what? Honestly, I think the treasure is the good times we had while making this cocktail together and the tre- and, and we're going to have when we drink it. Uh, we also raided our bag of shot glasses from college years. <laughs> and so Chris is, will be drinking out of a shot glass that is shaped like a, a woman's torso with a pink bikini on. Honestly, I'm amazed at how it looks pretty good. <laughs> it's a great looking shot glass. So that's one of my shot glasses. <laughs> oh, really? I bought it at Hilton Head with my friend Megan. And uh, we Wait, just you can get these hilarious. at Hilton Head? I'm going to get these next time I go there. Yeah, they were, if you go into the, um, like, where uh, the Salty Dog is. Yeah. So, like, the Pines or whatever. Yeah. There's, like, a lighthouse and has stuff. So. It's got all. I, I'm hoping that that's the only place in the world where you can get them is at Hilton Head. At the Cute Salty that Dog. you think that. I, yeah, I, don't, I love it. Novelty shot glass is not a thing you, you stumble across no. upon literally everywhere you go. It's it's not, like, you know, the temple of the tourism industry. All right. Are you guys are you guys ready to take it? Or, I mean, I, I think I'm probably going to try to do it in one, but with the, how big these glasses are, I think I'm going to need a tour. Yeah, these are definitely double shot glasses. I'm going to do a sip to get the flavor. 
and then I'll finish it with a shot. If right, that makes sense. Yeah, I think that'd be good. Let's do a quick if sip. You, if I did this whole thing as a shot, it would just be to get the liquid down. I wouldn't really notice what I'm drinking. Let's do a quick sip, and then we can uh, figure out how it tastes. I'm like drinking it. out of a Toronto Blue Jay shot glass shaped like a beer stein. Oh, okay. With a yeah. handle and everything. All right, I like those. And uh, Barton Decay, what you got? I have a shot glass from Margaritaville in uh, Key West. All right, all right. Let's get it going. Uh, uh, I guess uh, tits up. <laughs> yo ho, yo ho. All right, all right. See, I just love the cinnamon. It's, I'm a big it, cinnamon person. It's, it's definitely cinnamon's what you're tasting. It's, it's gold overpowering. Sh- it's gold sugar heavy. Uh, all right, so let's. Uh, so I think not bad. I think the the quick correction I would make is it shouldn't be one to one. It should yeah. be more rum than Goldschlager. And I appreciate the one to one because I like the cinnamon. Yeah, I'm, it's not bad. I'm just saying it just tastes like I'm drinking Goldschlager. It I, would, I don't taste the rum or anything. It would be nice to get the orange dimension in there. I, mm-hmm. I get that. All mm-hmm. right. Uh, uh, to the troops. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> Those of you at home could not see uh, Roger's face. <laughs> that burned it, on the way down. It wasn't the most uh, pleasant looking face. It wasn't a bad taste. It was just like it sat in my throat for a little second. <laughs> I'm getting a lot of burn down in my uh, down in my stomach right now, which is pretty fun. So uh, I didn't yeah. get that. I got in the throat. <laughs> the cinnamon just sat in my throat. If I would, if I could choose, definitely I'd rather have it in the stomach <laughs> than the throat. <laughs> Guys, I feel great. <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean you feel great? Yeah, that was fine. That was awesome? I, yeah. I will say it matched my memory. Goldschlager I like better than Fireball, the other famous yeah. uh, cinnamon whiskey. A little milder, although maybe that was the rum cutting it. Goldschlager, if you would like to sponsor our podcast, we would have no problem with doing a, incorporating a Goldschlager portion into every one of the drinks that we make. Yeah, I, I need to make clear to everyone that may be listening, we are very willing to sell out. Uh, we are. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's like. <laughs> I have no qualms about that. 100%. Uh, oh, Mary, God, I'm pretty happy about that. I'm happy with the, with the, the drink of the episode. I think that'll be a good thing going forward. We'll see. We'll see if that sticks around. Uh, I'm also drinking Coke on the side. It'd be a good time. I think uh, I think a shot is enough. I don't think I need another you know alcoholic beverage while we do this podcast. I'm already amped up enough. All right. A little behind the scenes. It's a Sunday at 2 p.m. right now. <laughs> <laughs> it, we're not going too hard. Yeah, it's a Sunday at 2 p.m. I have a child at home. We're just yeah, we're not going to go crazy hard. All right. So for this week's episode, we're going to do a bunch of would you rather rounds, probably about four or five. Maybe we got an advertisement right in the middle of the podcast. So I'm sorry to everybody out there, but we have to do this ad. That's how we keep the lights on. That's how we keep the proverbial Goldschlager going through our veins. Bartender K has the hat of would you rather. Are you you ready to draw our first would you rather topic? Yes. All right. How this works. Bartender K picks out a would you rather topic. Roger and I pick a side of that would you rather, then we argue about it, and then she assigns points at the end <laughs> based on our argument. Okay, uh, first one. This isn't a really would you rather. It says every day is a holiday. Which one? Yeah, so it's not a would you rather. It's a pick, make a choice. It's like what it started as. So it's every day is a holiday. Which one do you want that to be? Which holiday should every day be if every day has to be the same holiday? We'll, we'll come back to that. Every day has to be a holiday? <laughs> Yeah. That's what we wrote. <laughs> That's what wrote. <laughs> Wait, so every day is a holiday. So, if the, so every morning, like Groundhog Day style, I assume is what we were thinking. Okay. Like you're not you, repeating your life, but like every day you wake up is Christmas morning. If you had to or go every through, day there's trick-or-treaters coming to your door. If you had to do a Groundhog Day scenario. But I think the, 
it has to be it's not that you're like the world that forgets it's just every day you do that thing every <laughs> that's the world because the groundhog day makes more sense to me in my head because how does the how does society work if we're right, all we can do it that if way we're all if you baking want. hams all day long we can do it that way if you want <laughs> i think if i had to choose every day that was a holiday are we doing this or is this a... Let's let's get another one out here. Yeah, either okay. way it's... This is a good one. McFlurry or Frosty? <laughs> we did this, I didn't we? we? Did, yeah, we did this no. one. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Pirate or cowboy? A pirate. To be? Yeah, to be. Uh, my immediate thought was pirate, but I'll take cowboy. I can do cowboy. <laughs> I think pirate's the best way. All right, so here's... I don't want to be on a boat. All the time. Okay, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to be a pirate, but I'm not going to be a boat pirate. I'm going to be this. Okay, all right. Here's yeah. how the, here's how the pirate world works. Yes, most of the pirate, 99 percent of the pirates are on the ship and they're out there. They're looting booty. Love it. Great life. I'd be the pirate back at home base, manning down the tavern. So I'd be the bartender. I don't think at- the bartender's a pirate. <laughs> <laughs> he is. Isn't he? He's in the pirate world, but he's not a pirate. He's just a bartender? Yeah. I can't say I, I don't want, I'll be the cowboy that doesn't do any farming or, or ranching. Well, then I'll, well, fine. Just I'll work be. in a saloon. I'll be the saloon bartender. Well, <laughs> is that a, is that a cowboy? Well, fine then. I'll be the pirate. I'll be on a ship and I'll be on the top. I'll be on the top mast and I'll be the lookout. I can say land ho or ship ho. Whatever it is, I can do that like crazy. I think I'd rather be a pirate. I just pirate. You're on a boat a lot. If we're talking like the true heyday of pirates, those boats, those things are going down regularly. All right. Well, you're in trouble. I'm not looking to drown. You sleep in a hammock with all your buddies. It's gonna I'm, smell terrible. I'm actually pretty sure that they didn't sleep in hammocks. I'm pretty sure that they slept on the floor of the ship. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what if I? Okay. What if I'm the captain of the pirate ship? I think I would be a good captain. You know, we would split the booty. It'd be great. We wouldn't attack anything. We would just have a good time sailing around hunting whales or something like that. Cowboy, you know, you're you're working with your hands, but you're on you're on land, so you aren't going to drown at any given moment. <laughs> uh, you're not getting cannonball shot at you. You're just you're just ranching. Yeah. You're herding cows around. You're riding horses. That could be fun. That that could be an enjoyable experience. Yeah, the guns are you, better for cowboys. Yeah, you got, you if got you want to get in a shootout, you can, but I think we've learned that that really didn't happen very often. I think I would love the life of a cowboy, but everything about the pirate lifestyle, it's so much flashier to me. But I think yeah. what we think of as pirates, I don't think that's what pirates were actually <laughs> doing. I think it was miserable most of the time. You're swabbing decks, you're yeah. doing all this. Cowboy, you could live a pretty normal life and you just happen to own a ranch. I feel like could be smell. They're both smelly. They're both food's sm- gonna be a lot better if you're a cowboy. A lot better food. I guess fish. I don't. Pirates, yeah. you're just eating whatever the heck you stole last time you raided somebody. I am trying my hardest to grasp at the pirate straws, but it's going way down. All right, so you get to be on a ship. You're cruising around. You're having a good time. You get all the rum in the world that you could want. You know, that's a good time. Tell me how much rum a cowboy has. None. Whiskey, baby. Treasure chests. A lot of. Oh, damn it, God. <laughs> You're on a boat, man. You can't go anywhere. If you hate your, if you hate the people around you, if you're sick of them, you're on a boat with them. They'd be my men, though. I'd be the pirate. I'd have a good hat. The hats are well. Sh- no, gosh, darn it. <laughs> you famously wear a cowboy hat regularly. Man, am I a cowboy? As a more introverted fella. If I want to get away from people as a cowboy, I can leave for weeks and no one will question it. <laughs> It'll just be like, oh, yeah, he'll be back at some point. You can have steaks on a more regular basis, too. You can have Gosh. a steak every day. Yeah, man. Oh, 
somebody write into tddmar@gmail.com. Let me know what are the good points about being a pirate because I'm <laughs> failing right now. Eye patches, peg legs. I was gonna Yar! say we happened to just watch um, some Pirates of the Caribbean: Curse of the Black Pearl, the original. Yeah, I yeah. got one for and you. They, uh, he gave a nice speech about a boat. It's not a keel and a hole. That's what a boat needs. What a boat is is freedom. You can go sail the horizon. Yeah. But cowboy's like the one other job where that's also true, <laughs> where you just have the horizon and you can do whatever you want. The horses are the ships of the cowboys. Like, that's that's what cowboys have. You're going to have some chafing. As a cowboy, you're going to chafe. That's yeah. going to be a downside. Well, I feel like that's, yeah, that's a big part of the uh, pirates, too. But I think, I, th- I think piracy, it sounds cool. You're picturing yourself as Jack Sparrow. I don't think that's what it's going to turn out to be. The last good point I have for Pirates, I think, is the fact that you can do a lot more. There's a lot more swashbuckling songs. Shanties, that's what they're called. Cowboys, yes, cowboy music is a thing, but it's not like group singing. A lot of cowboys. You can tell tales around the fire, though. Yeah, you can do that. (laughs) You can do a lot of gambling and fire tales on a ship, too. I'm saying the shanty life on the pirate ship, you and your buddies are all singing along. You're having a good time. I think it's better. You got more of a community life, I think, as a pirate. But man, I like everything else about being a cowboy. <laughs> harmonicas. I guess you probably they probably had harmonicas on cow, on pirate ships, right? If you're uh, you you like to noodle on a guitar, where are you noodling on a guitar in a saloon or out on the open range, or are you pulling that on a on a ship? Where someone's going to get annoyed and throw you overboard. I feel like I think you, the lifespan seems a lot longer as a cowboy as well. Yeah, hundred percent. But man, you have more like I think you have more intense life as a pirate. Like more is happening on a pirate ship. You're learning a lot of skills about knots. I know pi- cowboys have knots, but <laughs> I was going to say that seems like a one to one kind of thing. Literally, it's called nautical. So I think that's why <laughs> Kyle. That's why pirates are going to have like the knot up on the knots. Uh, yeah, my arguments for pirates, shanties, a lot more sword fights as a pirate, so I'm going to take that. Uh, I'd be the captain, so I'd get to say cool stuff like land, not land ho, but I'd rather say, get shot than stabbed. Yar. <laughs> <laughs> well, famously, though, you've both been shot and stabbed, right? Yeah, I, I prefer the, uh, yeah, prefer drawing at high noon. And I'm sorry we both, we had to do both those things in one night together, but you know, that's just how it goes. <laughs> Anyway, I that's where I'm going. Ah, man, I got to figure out better things. Treasure chest, booty. You get booty as a pirate. So that's where that's where I'm going to end it up. Uh, also, I feel like you great go- point. Great point. You get booty as a pirate. You're a pirate. You're not seeing a lady for years at a time. <laughs> Damn it, <laughs> cowboy. You have a home. You go home. I would 100% regularly. be the guy trying to sneak a lady onto the ship as another dude. That would be 100% what I would do. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Part of the game, do we have to keep going or because I feel like I lost this one? No, you're you're done. Damn it. Um I didn't I, I didn't see this going that way, but then as soon as we started hard. talking. <laughs> that was hard cowboy. Gosh. Hard. I will say you could have chosen Orlando Bloom. He's the best pirate. He is sexy as hell. Like it just it really we, works for him. We all know that, but he's a fictional pirate, right? Yeah. yeah. And he's not even really a pirate. He he comes late to the game. Okay, yeah. okay, okay, but he's got pirate blood. All right. All right. <laughs> he is not Johnny Depp. We Let's, just can't talk about him. So um, I, <laughs> I'm going to say I have to go with Roger. Uh, yes. My reasoning is uh, very practical. You're not going to get scurvy. <laughs> we, I would know what a lime was. Okay. I can, I can com- combat scurvy. I also prefer whiskey over 
whiskey rum. and bourbon over rum. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I feel like that one. I felt like it was an obvious win for me when I chose pirate, but there's no yeah, way. Yeah, I immediately I was like, ah, oh, he got pirate. And then I'm like, wait, there's nothing good about being yeah, a pirate. Uh, you're on the <laughs> ship. You're hurt. Uh, uh, I'm going to give myself negative two points. <laughs> I don't feel good about that one. Okay. Um, I also don't remember how the scoring works. Uh, you would give two points if you agreed with the person and one point if you liked their argument, I thought. I think it was the opposite. It was two if they whoever made the better argument got yeah. two. And then whoever you just agreed with got one. Yeah, who, okay. whoever you would choose. To so reward you, someone who had to fight hard to get there. <laughs> if you would have chosen pirate, then I would have gotten one. So I yeah. think I get three? Is that what you happened? Do. Uh-huh. And I gave myself one because I had to listen to everything. Okay. <laughs> All right. So point recap there real quick. Chris is at a negative two. Chris is at a one. Roger's at a three. Hot damn. All right. We got to try to bring ourselves back. We got, okay. we got another Next one. Uh, we got another, another one? Waffle or pancake? Waffle. Ooh. Oh, what am I doing there? I guess I got to go. <laughs> I don't agree with you. <laughs> I feel like pancake is going to be another pirate. You know what? World be damned. I'm going to go pancake. <laughs> I think you can make some can- pancake arguments here. All right, Rod, you do your waffle argument first, then I'll come up with some good pancake ones. I mean, the obvious, the little dimples in your waffle, you're you're catching a lot of butter and syrup yeah. in there. Every bite you're getting, it's a, it's like a prepackaged meal almost that you're biting there. <laughs> it's not going to turn into a soggy mess like pancakes often do. It's very organized. Um, it's It feels fancier because it's harder to do. Yeah. I think... I'm preempting your argument that pancakes are so much more practical with, I'm not here for, pra- if they're both an option, yeah. I'm taking the one that is uh, harder to make, get a little crisp to them. You don't need a, you don't need like a waffle iron. <laughs> it's a, uh, it's not really a shell, but there's a, there's a bit of a crisp around the waffle yeah. where you're getting textures. You're getting that soft fluff inside, yeah. but you're getting a little, little crisp on the outside. It's sturdy, yeah. Um, and when have you ever heard of pancakes and chicken? It's chicken and waffles, you know. <laughs> I feel, I feel like that's our next. If when we open up a restaurant together, it's going to be Chris and Raj's pancakes and chicken. That's I go. Are you kidding me? Those things yeah. take three seconds in a in a toaster, and you're eating a waffle. That's amazing. That, you know what side side uh, sidetrack you a little bit? Uh, you know why they're called egos? Because they tasted like egg back in the day. Everybody was like, oh, these taste like egg in like the 50s. So they just called them Eggos. And that's why the waffles are called Eggos. Do you know there's Pop-Tarts that are Eggo flavored? How do you make a Pop-Tart Eggo flavored? It's, uh, I ate one. We ate one. It's kind of syrupy. It's okay. more of a maple syrup flavor. But right. it's not great. You don't want it. It's a waffle flavor. Yeah. not a, Okay. Yeah. Anyway. So pancakes. If I did. Okay. Okay. Oh, I do have a good one. Okay, this is doable. I think okay. you can do this. <laughs> I, I would have guide myself through the ship. I'm going to. Tr- I'm down. I'm going down the uh, Death Star runway right now, and I'm about to shoot a torpedo into the exhaust vent. Okay, I'm Luke. You're Chewbacca, Princess Leia. <laughs> anyway, uh, so <laughs> pancakes. I am a father. All right. That's everybody at home should know this by now, but I have a little kid. Nothing is better in the world than a dad making pancakes for his family. And that is 100% what I plan to do. And it's a great feeling. You want to know what is great that you can do with a pancake that you can't do with a waffle? While you're making it, you can flip a pancake and you can show off to the cool kids how cool you are and you can get cool kid points. That's uh, I'm planning to do that like a hundred percent. You can put cool stuff in. I know you can do this with a waffle, but you can put, <laughs> you can put cool stuff in the pancake and make it like a hundred percent better. 
uh, they're easier to make. You just need a you just need a stovetop. You don't need a whole like waffle iron. I wish you things. cared more about your kid and would put in the work to make a waffle. <laughs> Wait until you see how many pancakes I'm making. <laughs> I'm making a pancake stack taller than her, and she's like six foot. Now she's like. I think she's like two feet. I haven't measured my child lately. Anyway, <laughs> um, they're easier to make. They You can roll them up and you can stick bacon inside. You can make a weird like type of sandwich thing. Waffles, you can't do that as well. And Waffle, I, yeah. Waffles, bread to begin with. That's a sandwich waiting to it's, happen. It's more sturdy, you know, <laughs> uh, waffle. Pancake is more moldable. It's more flint friendly. I think the pancake flip beats over anything that you can do with a waffle. And I'm not just saying that because I'm running out of ideas about why pancakes <laughs> are great. But as a dad, I'm looking forward to making pancakes for my kid. Whatever crazy friends she has over, I'm going to make pancakes for them. I'm going to do a two. Fl- oh, wait, here's, here's my plan. I'm going to get two Skittles. <laughs> I'm gonna get a lime and a strawberry. I'm gonna get two skillets, pancake in each, and flip both of them with both my hands at the same time. And it's gonna be awesome. I'm gonna show off. I'm gonna get more cool dad points with a pancake than I would with a waffle. That's where I'm ending my argument. Well, I there- can't see that going more wrong. <laughs> I think. Is I can there any work. cooler dad point though than you're traveling with your kid? You're at a hotel. And they get to make themselves a waffle at breakfast. They get to pour it into that thing, and then s- the f- the waffle flip where they get to spin the spin the <laughs> m- machine. Pancakes—they're just sitting out. They just bring you a tray of pancakes. It's it, it it's utilitarian. It's there. You can feed the masses with pancakes. You have to. How you deal with the sogginess? You can get a little sogginess so- of a pancake. Yeah. People, okay. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this once for everybody to hear. Stop overpouring. <laughs> Syrup I actually on really your agree with this. Mine don't get Stop soggy because I don't that. really put a lot of syrup on them. You just need a little bit. You just need like, like I'm with a, you on this one. <laughs> like a half dollar, maybe two half dollars worth of dollops on your pancake. You don't need to cover a pancake with syrup. I'm with you, but you're dying because bartender K loves a uh, loves to oversaturate. You're ruining it, man. I am <laughs> saying it for everybody to hear. You just need a little bit. The pancake is great on its own. You just need a little bit of syrup. You don't need a ton of it. And I hope everybody from here to Timbuktu hears me on this one. I'm really worried about Burger King right now, but I'm not backing down. This is really off brand that uh, you took the practical answer because I took it from you, but and yeah. I took the one that's extravagant and like it's the yeah. same thing but harder. Yeah, I'm harder try- to do. Next time I'm going to really like be adamant, like really quick with my answers. You went pirate quick, so I th- I, that's why I felt yeah. okay about taking waffles right away. Everybody in the world, do not over syrup your pancakes. I am giving a negative. No, not giving a negative. I'm giving a positive one point to everybody in the world who doesn't over syrup their pancake because it's it doesn't need it. it it's great on its own. Uh, you mentioned you can put stuff in pancakes, which you obviously can do with waffles. I think you get the versatility with waffles of you can build up. You can put stuff on a waffle, put some uh, whipped cream on there, build up. I don't know. And again, it's going to structurally, it's going to stay. A stack of pancakes, though, is like the quintessential thing. Like, this is a quintessential breakfast thing. If you think breakfast, you think a stack of pancakes. Because it's easy. Huge dollop of butter on top. Have you ever seen Japanese pancakes? They're as oh, fluffy man. as a pillow. It's great. They're really fluffy. It's like egg whites or whatever. Jiggly. Yeah, this is one I, I need Jiggly. to make clear. I'm going to house whatever, either one. <laughs> whatever yeah. you put on oh, my yeah. plate, yeah. I'm taking but because of that, I'm going to take a waffle because it's it's just more unique. Uh, you earned it. Like, it's better. Bartender K said jiggly, and this made me think of something. I'm going with pancakes because they're sexier. They're more streamlined. 
<laughs> anyway, uh, um, yeah, so that's that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at with pancakes. Uh, I'm excited to make. They're better as a dad because you make them. They taste wise, you know. I'm imagining you make the taste seem pretty similar between both thing, of them. Yeah. But I think a pancake is a better way to go. It's cooler, and also, are, are we? I don't want to bring up crepes, but that's not a pancake. That's not a pancake. Okay, never mind. <laughs> All right. Okay, you lost me when you said don't over syrup or butter your pancake. I love butter. I love syrup. And I just go to town and I add more once it soaks in. I do understand. <laughs> you add more once it soaks in? Fuck yeah. <laughs> um, I do understand the crispy factor. You yeah. just got to put butter in the skillet. Like, that's how you make but, it crispy. But that's different. I don't I don't want it, like, crispy. I just want, like, a, a firmer texture to it. Yeah. You're getting crrepish when you get a yeah. crispy pancake. No, nah, you're wrong. I'm, I'm not looking the for one who fried. makes the pancakes in this I fried home. crisp. I just want the, the firmness of a waffle. Yeah, okay. Um, so I will <laughs> give Chris a point because I do agree with him, but he killed it. Damn. So Roger gets the double. Could I have gotten three? Could I have gotten all the points if I would have if not said that? you would not have said that, yes. I agreed with almost everything. Um, the other thing is my waffle issue. Again, Eggos, mm. good, good. You know, you got yeah. them, right? Um, when you do frozen pancakes, they're really gross. So that's a big no for me. Yeah, uh, yeah, but they do frozen. appeal to children. I don't know. However, when I do waffles, I'm very like OCD about when I do breakfast things. <laughs> I have to get butter in every little crevice on the waffle <laughs> and then syrup in Isn't every that little crevice. Rather than just smearing it, so you get, every, like, it's it like takes, a game. You it, can like yeah, but it, like, make patterns. It takes too long for them me to eat it. And it's a problem. Just ne- next time everyone's at a buffet or a hotel, just see what line's longer: the waffle line or the pancake the waffle line. line because it takes so it's long exactly. to make. Exactly. No, 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 no. Is you anyone waiting in line yeah. for the pancakes? Because they got it, and they can go. If it's empty, yeah. are people waiting there? Or are they just moving on to something else? It's I don't like that argument. Because people can like grab and go. Waffle. It takes like three minutes to yeah. make a waffle. But, I have which never... means people think it's worth it. If you're at a hotel, people are trying to get in and out. I also have a lot of issues with anybody who does not know how to properly operate a waffle maker at a hotel. Because by now, like, they used to be like a new thing in the 80s. But by now, we should all know how to do it. And yet, every time I go there, there's somebody who's like, how do you do it? You're supposed to flip it over? That's a weird concept. So I'm so mad. Negative seven points to everybody who doesn't know how to use a waffle maker. Do you remember at our college um, dining hall, they had a waffle maker? But the, yeah. there was a guy there making it for you, and huh, the line yeah. was always just so long, and it would never come out the way you wanted it to. I have. They, he overcooked. They would be too crispy. Do you remember seeing people fill up? This is, by the way, this is called a segment. Do you remember? Do you remember uh, people filling up gallons of milk at the dining hall? Yeah. I don't know. I didn't see milk. I saw cereal. People would fill up yeah. Ziploc. Ziploc bags full of cereal. No, this was like they they had like an old gallon of milk that I guess they were topping off in the dining hall. It was. Like, I would swipe in and fill up a cup of Coke or whatever, and just walk out with the cup and walk to class. Yeah, yeah, that's how you're supposed to do it. Uh, yeah, freshman fifteen. That's how it happens, folks. Anyway, all right. So, uh, damn, I feel like I I want to give myself a point, but. Bartender K's here, and I feel like if I give myself <laughs> points, then my victory at the very end isn't going to be worth it. So, no, I'm not going to do it. You're but, down by negative one right now. So. Is that what the points are? Negative one to five to one. I'm going to give you a point because you are doing a great job. Thanks. 
All right. All right. Um, the next one is very much to this uh, season. Would you rather mow the lawn or rake the leaves? Mow the lawn. 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 You're mowing the lawn? (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Raking the leaves is my least favorite yard work activity. How is raking the leaves? I thought raking the leaves was going to be up your alley. Oh, I hate it. I hate Uh, it so much. Okay, well, honestly, I... I, we can re- agree on one. It's fine. We don't have to argue about it. I guess. Okay, so here's why I like mowing the lawn. Because I'm able to go out there and show off my bod a lot more <laughs> mowing the lawn than I am breaking my leaves. <laughs> That's just a fact. <laughs> Raking the leaves... You have a whole like sh- sh- you have a whole outfit for you know you're it's it's fall you're you know you're you're dressed in the nines nobody could see that six pack you're dealing with not saying that I have one it's more of a theoretical you know it's there it's there well I mean those muscles are there it's just they're <laughs> they're covered up by a keg so uh, but I love the activity of raking leaves and I so now that I'm a homeowner I have gotten into a lot of pride based on the fact that I manually rake my leaves and I don't use a leaf blower. So I, yeah, yeah. leaf blowers are they're worse. It makes it worse. You think so? Yeah. Cuz you're just you're going to counteract yourself. You're going to be blowing stuff and then it's going to fly back at you. Yeah. Then you're trying to blow circle around, just rake it up. Yeah. Just rake it. That's what I've been doing. And I and, and yes, I know that some people are old and they're not able to rake as well, but still, like that's what I do. I just go out there, I rake the leaves up, and I take a lot of pride in how tall I can get my pile of leaves. <laughs> it's uh honestly, I am going with raking leaves because <laughs> while I really want <laughs> I really do want to be able to drink a beer and mow my lawn without my shirt on and show off my keg. I'm going to go rake leaves. So I'm mowing lawns. First off, similar to what you're uh, showing off your bod argument, generally you're mowing the lawn in the summer. I I prefer working in the heat to the cold. Yeah. I like getting a sweat on out there. Um. You can see your progress is always nice. Like you're watching it happen. Raking you can, (laughs) but those leaves are falling as you're raking. <laughs> it's just filling back up behind you how, as you're raking. How fast are your leaves falling? When? Yeah, come pretty constantly. Like, it's not refilling up, but, like, yeah. you're never going to walk away and go, I got them all. Well, I mean... There's 0% chance you walk away and you got all the leaves. Yeah, you have to, So like, at some point, you have to make a decision, that's enough. Yeah. <laughs> I've done enough yeah. for right now. I think that's Mowing pretty the easy. lawn, you're done. You did it. You <laughs> mowed the lawn. It's over. Yeah, it's it's satisfying to watch as it gets shorter as you go. There's a satisfaction to that. <laughs> Leafs, the wind's blowing it everywhere. You're trying to get those onto the tarp. That tarp's blowing up a little bit. They're blowing off of it. You're throwing the re- leaves onto it, and some are getting under the tarp. And now you pull the tarp away, and there's more leaves there. It's just constant frustration when you're trying to rake. Where are you raking leaves on top of Mount Everest? How hard is how hard is this wind blowing? <laughs> I live. I have a wind tunnel. There's fences and houses all over the place. If you're in my backyard, there's constant wind swirling right there, and all that all the trees in our neighborhood are go over our house, <laughs> and so they just pile up right there. But all, if, if you're raking them, they're in motion, so it doesn't take much wind. It's just a little any breeze. They're in motion, so they're getting blown away. You're relying on the city to take them away, so they're just on the street blowing all over the place. Yeah. Well, okay, and that and that's I have what I'm going to call a silver bullet to this argument. 
And I want to I want to do a first on this podcast. We've never done this before. I want to place a point bet. <laughs> I bet that I win the two points that it made the best argument based on what I'm about to say. And I bet 50 points. <laughs> Not 50. Yes, I do. Okay. And I bet 50 points. All right. If I win the best argument based off of this one thing. You do realize you don't have 50 points to wager, right? Well, it'd be negative, right? Yeah, he'd be in the negative. I'd be in negative 51 points. I'm going to do a first on two doors. And she has to say this is the point that changed her mind. Yeah, and I'm going to. for you. Yes, and I'm going to. And I'm so confident. This, And I want to redo it. So I'm, I'm excited. I genuinely don't know what this could be. Okay. So. We're going to do a first here on two drugs to make a right. I want to do what's called a point bet, where I'm going to make an argument, and I'm going to bet that my argument wins me the two points from Bartender K that I made the best argument. And I'm going to bet 50 points. And if my argument is the one that makes her change her mind, then I get plus 50. And if it doesn't, then I get negative 50 points. Because I imagine you might be on the fence right now about where you're going. So I want to make my argument and want to make my bet. All right? You guys ready? Yeah. The one thing you can do with leaves they cannot do with mowing the lawn is a leaf pile. Think of something better as a child or as a parent that you could do for a child than a leaf pile. Snow fort. <laughs> You're mowing. It's You're mowing the lawn, lawn man. Versus. Well, you just said the, think of something better. But yeah. The third thing. The third thing is better. All Shoveling right. snow makes a better version of all this. All right. All right. Now between I, mowing is, the lawn this is against and against bartender K, and she does not agree. Yeah. So <laughs> mowing the lawn versus raking leaves, which is better than the for your child? You, sure. You, you can't jump in for, a pile of grass for you the can, person not doing the work. Sure, it's better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. Because you know what, Raj. I have a. This is a very much Chris is a dad podcast right now. I have a child now, and I love raking a pile of leaves for her and having her jump in that pile of leaves. You know what we're actually been doing? She's not jumping in them. I put a slide up next to the pile of leaves. She's been sliding through this pile of leaves like she's a cannonball. It's awesome, and it's nothing better in the world. And I, you can't do that with grass. My my grass version of this. You could. You can't do it when your kid's this age. When your kid's like 11, you can let that kid use machinery. <laughs> or if you're in the suburbs where you got a nice ranch, big yard. I was driving a tractor around at like the age of 11. That's better than jumping in leaves. You can give that to your child. <laughs> hey, you want to drive? Go do my go do my work for me. <laughs> you can get some pretty cool rakes. As a one-year-old, she loves rakes yeah. and doing what her dad's doing. So I think my... Because she's not doing it. <laughs> That's the key. She's not actually doing it. You go out and show me... She also, I'm sure, likes pushing a plastic lawnmower while you're pushing your lawnmower. Nothing is better than that pile of leaves. I think that pile of leaves is going to make you, make my points. And then you got to re-rake after, you, after she's jumping all over that pile of I leaves. I hate how anti-leaf you are. <laughs> it's just there's so much little frustration when you're raking. There's so many little... Like, I was overstating the wind, but, like, there is... Every time you move the tarp, now you got to go fix those parts of the leaves that got under the tarp. And then you got to pull the leaves off the rake that stuck to it. And then you got to try to maneuver your rake around things. There's just so many little frustrations that come with raking. I think you need to chill out. <laughs> when you're mowing the grass, you just mow it and you're done. It's a very discreet, this is what I'm going to do. And then I'm going to be done with it. 
I rest my case. Are you, are you done? <laughs> yeah, and since I brought up shoveling, shoveling's much ahead of raking, but I'd still lock, I'd still take mowing. Well, I would go mowing, shoveling, then raking. Um, do, so. do I get the 50 points? <laughs> I can give you 25. <laughs> what do you mean you can give me 25? That's not, not how, how the mat works. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was one thing I thought of was that jumping in leaves is like the best. Yeah. Um, I would never want to jump in a pile of grass because I would get all itchy. Yeah. And, um, but, and you don't have animals in your yard, right? Yeah. No, we so don't. So there's have no poop. like dog yeah. poop or anything like that. Um, that was probably one of my favorite things as a kid was yeah. to jump in leaves. Okay. So I Looking guess I will so give far. you the 50 points. I will give you the 50 points, but Roger, I'm going to have to agree with your argument. So Roger gets 50, or sorry, uh, Chris gets 50, Roger still gets three points, but now you're at... Well, he doesn't get 50 because he didn't win the argument. Oh. His bet was that he would win the, the argument, argument based on jumping oh, okay, so you get 15, you get one. <laughs> Come on. And I'm giving myself one because I had to listen to all Wait, that. so why? So you were going 25 because you still agree with Raj? She agrees with that argument, but doesn't think it's a winning argument. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Well, I mean, this is this is why we do this podcast, you know, to learn stuff, I guess. So, and I'm yeah. sure listeners are just like, don't give them the 50 points. And like, this is my problem. I am a people pleaser and I have to like be like, oh, but you like tried. Sorry. Listen. Also, part yeah. of rake, it's not really raking leaves, but it's in the family. When you rake leaves, you have to also do this. You got to clean your gutters. So frustrating. <laughs> There's just so many little things with Rod, raking. Rod, the question was, <laughs> rake leaves or mow a lot. Not uh, other fall maintenance. You're getting a good sweat going while you're mowing the lawn. It's yeah. great. It's the best. All right. So, Raj, we're in the middle of the episode right now. I got a, uh, unfortunately, folks at home, we ever, every once in a while, we got to do a, uh, we got to do an advertisement. So, right now, Raj's got his, uh, Roger's got the advertisement in front of him. Roger, you ready to take it away? I am. And I'm excited about this one because it uh, goes with my future life as a uh, cowboy. Yeah. Yeah. It's very, yeah. All right. Um, let's see what we got here. Uh, hey, folks. Do you have a horse but hate how all horseshoes look the same? Do you wish your horse had a more stylish and fashionable shoe? Well, come on down to Long Faced Ed's Horseshoe Emporium, where we have the most stylish horseshoes for the lowest prices. We have a wide selection of shoes, including stallion stilettos, clip-clop flip-flops, and our widely popular Mare Jordans. So, so come on down to Long Faced Ed's, where the only long faces here are on the horses. <laughs> I didn't break you on that one? No, I didn't uh, break it, it was good, but it wasn't. I, it didn't break me, but it was... I thought Mayor Jordan's was going to be good. So what What breaks me, I've learned, is it's it's the wordplay. So the, the closest was clip-clop flip-flops. Just because it's like a weird thing to say, so like I have to spit it out. That's what I've, I have found breaks me is when it's a good yeah. pun. All as right. opposed to like, Mayor Jordan's was the best joke in there. <laughs> but I can read through a good joke. It's when it's something that like trips me up a little bit that gets me going. Well, I'm gonna give you ten points then for not breaking <laughs> on that one. Damn, I thought I was going to get you. There was a second. Listeners might hear a second where it sounded like I did, but it's because Chris was staring at me laughing. <laughs> so I was I got thrown by him looking right at into my soul laughing. Listeners at home, you need to know this. Uh, I do stare at Raj <laughs> just directly in the face when he's doing these advertisements, and I laugh my ass off every time. <laughs> At jokes that I, I mean, the advertisement person wrote. <laughs> All right. So, Raj, 
Good job on that advertisement. I'm certain that long-faced Ed, I think it was his name. Yeah, yeah. it's going to come in real handy when I'm yeah. out on the range. Also, you know, Banger, was it from, I'm thinking, pretty sure it was from Banger Maine. Uh, I don't think he mentioned it, but that tends to be where we get our... Uh, that is where we get it from. So get our I'm listenership. Gonna, I'll remember that the, to make sure that they mention it in their uh, advertisement next time. Okay, so we're going to do probably about two more rounds, yeah, maybe a winter round to end it out. Let's do a point total recap. So, point total recap, I got a point for myself because I turned my microphone on to mute while I was eating a snack. Um, You took a snack break, by the way, everybody. Uh, So, I have four four points now. Chris has uh, 49, and Roger got (laughs) 10 points last time, so now he is up to 16 points. All right, all right. I feel pretty good about my chances. And the people, I think, are at negative, like, 700 or something like that. We'll see. (laughs) We really need to start keeping better track, but we'll Yeah, sorry, people. I uh, will make sure I start doing that. Okay, so your next category, eat a year of Applebee's or Olive Garden? Applebee's. Eat a year of what? Uh, yeah, Olive Garden, right? <laughs> Applebee's. <laughs> all right. We all think Applebee's is good, but it's not. We Do don't we? even all think. Who hey, thinks Applebee's? I just chose Applebee's. Do we Do we all think Applebee's is good? I don't think so. <laughs> I, I was going to say, I guess, where would I rather hang out, I guess? Yeah, I'd rather be known at an Applebee's because, like, out of Olive Garden, it's more families, like, but Applebee's, like, they'll take in lone drifters that just want to hang out for a while. But I don't want to eat a year of Applebee's food. Think of the variety on that menu. Olive Garden. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> you're going to get sick of that. At least I am. I'm not a. I'm not an Italian connoisseur. I'm going to get sick of, uh, mm. I see bartender Kay shaking her head. There's a lot of dairy going on at Olive Garden. <laughs> Applebee's. You can do it. You can get a burger one day, a salad the next day, some chicken fingers the next day. I will say there's not a lot of burgers at Olive Garden. It's yeah. very burger light at Olive Garden. I'm. I, it seems like money's not an option here, but half price apps after ten o'clock. <laughs> that's where I spent most of my high school days. Here's the thing about that: you just don't feel bad about eating all those boneless wings or wonton tacos. You can split mots with a friend. That was always our phrase. Uh, we're, we're definitely getting boneless wings. Do you want to split some mots? I will say there's a lot more nostalgia for you because yeah. <laughs> you hung out a lot more at Applebee's while in high school. Does anyone hang out at an Olive Garden? Nobody hang. No, well, some people do. It's but not, it doesn't have a bar vibe to me. Applebee's has a local bar vibe. I, I think yeah. day 47, you're going to be looking at, do I want lasagna or spaghetti? And being and I'm, I'm going to be like, yeah. I've waited, but I'm going to try this Southwest avocado quesadilla. I think you're not giving <laughs> enough credit to Olive Garden where they try to expand their their selection with as much as they can. But also, it's great Italian food. Do you think Italians get tired of being Italians 365 for 80 years of their life? No. They go to town on, on Italian food all the time. Also, for for the I'm rules, an American. I'm going to go to town on American for a whole year. For the rules of this podcast, for this argument, are we saying that it's every meal for a year? Oh yeah. I think that's <laughs> the implication that you your food is provided by Olive Garden or by Applebee's. <laughs> I I Which, know again that's where I, variety. I need the variety of an Applebee's. I will say that Applebee's obviously wins that in the breakfast category. I would be so excited. To see what Olive Garden brought to the Does forefront. Does Applebee's have breakfast? Or are you just saying you could you eat that? You have to imagine they'd be easier yeah. to pivot to breakfast, right? I mean, they're just going to Kroger and buying frozen food so they can get burritos. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Olive Garden, yes. Like for like a 20-year span, 
they went to like this not great food. But I feel like they're trying to get back to the roots and they're trying to make food quality again. New management, things like that. I think they're trying to get better food. They have more competition from places like Carabas and Maggiano's. So I think Olive Garden is bringing it back. I love Olive Garden food. And do I have to really say this? When you're there, <laughs> you're family. Tell me what Applebee's great catchphrase is because they don't have one. Uh, I'm going to throw this out. I think it's Applebee's. Eating good in the neighborhood? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a part of the fabric of the community. When you're there, you're family. Eating when good in the neighborhood. <laughs> you got a great selection of wine. They have what's called an Italian margarita, which goes against the laws of everything. Guess what Applebee's has? Just a margarita. <laughs> I'm certain that you could just ask them to make you a margarita at Olive Garden. Also, the one thing that Olive Garden has that uh, Applebee's does not have, and I've checked this out, I know for certain, they don't have a cheese grater that you use by spinning the little spin (laughs) cheese grater. They don't have that. When Applebee's brings you food, they just say, oh, is that correct? When Olive Garden brings you food, they ask you, do you want cheese on that? And the answer is every time, yes, I do when she's on that. Except for the person judging this argument. I know. Okay. We're going to live in a universe for that person. Pardon me. We're going to live in a universe for that person that it's some type of non-dairy cheese that is just as good as regular cheese. Uh, Yeah. So for all of you listening at home, me, Bartender K, I am allergic to dairy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so, real tough arguments here. It, it, and I, vegan cheese, not as good as real cheese. <laughs> I have. To. I just think you're going to want a burger or some chicken wings, and that's available. Some days you're just going to say, I'm not up for Hall of Garden right now. I think it's great. I think if you have a life of a year's supply of Olive Garden, you're going to be able to take your family and friends there, and they're going to be excited. They're going to have a good time. For Olive Garden, it's like an event that you're going there. It's a good time. But this isn't an event. This is every meal. Yeah, but when you have those events, Olive Garden is a better place to go to. I just feel like... So you're going to be surrounded by people that are all excited to be there all the time. Applebee's, you're surrounded by people that are like you. They're there (laughs) to get their food, get their beer, watch a sports game. I know they're both not Does healthy. Olive, what's the TV situation at an Olive Garden? It's been a while since I ate at one. There Applebee's, th- you're you're watching stuff. There's stuff happening. There's three in the bar at every Olive Garden. <laughs> <I can laughs> Obviously, you have an Olive Garden. I can guarantee you there will be three, <laughs> three TVs in the bar. In the bar area, but not anywhere else. Ah, see, Applebee's, you're you're watching sports. You're watching. You're looking at the wall. There's stuff to read on the wall because there's going to be jerseys from weird local sports legends. Listen, I don't need the distractions. There might be a picture of you on that wall. You don't know. you got to sit in every table to find out, am I on this Applebee's wall? When I am getting a stuffed chicken marsala, you know what I don't need? <laughs> I don't need stuff on the wall. And also, I'm pretty sure Olive Garden has a bunch of weird pictures in the bathroom because that's what Italian restaurants do. You go in the bathroom, there's weird, like... Uh, our, my, my local Applebee's growing up had a weird picture of Beyonce on the way to the bathroom. <laughs> That's my main memory of. <laughs> all right, all right. But I don't need all that stuff when I'm eating my stuffed chicken marsala. That's one of my go tos because it has stuffed chicken marsala, it has pota- mashed potatoes. How often are you stuff. eating the stuffed chicken marsala, do you think? I mean, it once a decade. <laughs> <laughs> so you're right. That might get old. But for it's, now, it's, it's great. just a he- Olive Garden's a heavy. It's a heavy place. It is heavy. So you're going to gain probably about 40 pounds over the course of the year, but it's a good time. And do I have to really say this at the end of every meal with the Olive Garden? You know what you get? Sorry. At the end of every meal with the Olive Garden, you know what you get? 
I genuinely don't. And Andy's mint. And Andy's mm. mint. They're putting that little extra peppermint on your food so you don't have bad breath so that I can go out and make out my wife right after eating all that garlic. So I'm going to go all Um, Are we done with our arguments? Because I need to point out a f- total failure of your argument. I I mean, they have never-ending breadsticks How did salad. you not say the word breadsticks and never-ending <laughs> What do, you mean? what do you mean? That's Obviously the only reason to go to Olive Garden. No, it's not. Oh, my God. That's like, okay, that's why they get you in the door, but it's not why you're eating there every day for the year. All no, right. If I'm getting there every day for a year, there's going to be two straight weeks where I only eat breadsticks because <laughs> I just can't do any more cheese and tomato sauce. <laughs> I didn't bring and it up. And sal- the salad. Like, there's going to be a month where I don't touch anything other than that salad because I just can't get any more salty Italian food down down my gullet. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know how Olive Garden stays in business when they're just giving their breadsticks and salads away for free, but they do. I also love the Olive Garden salad because I love that they just put in a whole banana peppers in there just randomly so you have to pick them out. It's a good time. You can I tell you out, why you, you can get free breadsticks and salad? Because their prices are astronomical. Yeah. Okay, what is... I, so I'm talking like a choose-your-own-pasta $13, but if you want to add toppings to instead of just pasta and sauce, if you want to add toppings, it's like four to five extra dollars. Okay. So that gets you up to like $16, $17. If you're doing, you can do specials, but the, that doesn't count here. A tour of Italy is $20. Okay, Applebee's isn't making any claims that we're no. going on a tour of Italy. They're <laughs> saying, you order some American food, we're going to bring it to you. <laughs> Real like a real plain spaghetti marinara, so just spaghetti, is twelve ninety nine. So it's not even this. It's the same price as like creating your own pasta. I would love to be a regular at an Olive Garden. I feel like that'd be a great time. I feel like at the end of the day, I would get like seventy Andy's bents a night just from being a regular at Olive Garden. If I'm a regular at Applebee's, I feel like I'm on some type of list. <laughs> some type I feel of like, like American Applebee's exclusively is regulars. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I am resting my argument. The salads and breadsticks, I don't know, like, yeah, they're there. and They're great. They're amazing. I don't need to argue for salad and breadsticks. I think that's I the only argument for all of that. That's not the only argument. It's great food when you're there, your family, and you got Andy's <laughs> mints. Those are the those are the reason why. And when you, you know, are at the bar there, you don't feel like you're going to, you know. I think you get a lot more camaraderie a, at the Applebee's bar. I think if you're a regular at Applebee's, it's going to be a lot more enjoyable. Maybe, but you I feel can, like... You get good rapport with those people. Honestly, I feel like you get luckier in the sexual sense at an Olive Garden bar than you do at an uh, Applebee's bar. Because the people there... I don't know there, that I agree with that. Who, who, who is single at Olive Garden? That's the, that's the thing. So if there's one single person there, that means they're there on a mission. And if you but, are able to talk to them, then you're, you're but going But that's a home. fake thing. I don't think that exists. <laughs> single people at Olive Garden. Applebee's, I'm not saying it's going to be the most desirable clientele, but there's going to be a lot of single people at Applebee's. Also, the name Olive Garden <laughs> makes more sense. What is an Applebee's? There's no apples. There's no bees. What is this? Isn't it, it's, I assume it's a last name. Right? Yeah. Um, I, will, I am impressed with, with Olive Garden's drink selection. Only Are you like, looking up their milk? <laughs> yeah, I'm on there because I had to figure some things out. Oh, okay. I guess um, I wasn't making a good enough argument. <laughs> no, I just has because I am allergic to dairy. I don't go to Olive Garden. Right. Um, but like a their margarita, only eight fifty. Like good drink prices. Okay. Their uh, amaretto sour, only six fifty. Oh. 
Sangria, $8. You know, so that's, like, not bad. Yeah. Um, so you can have a good time at a bar. Yeah. I appreciate your willingness to go to Olive Garden. Not my willingness, my uh, my eagerness. So yeah. Um, I'm not saying I won't go. I love chain restaurant food. <laughs> I'm saying I don't want it every day. Not every day for a year. Um, speaking of that, we have a gift card at Olive Garden. We should probably use that. Thanks. Uh, Behind the scenes. Did you know it? Applebee's was founded in 1980? <laughs> yeah. That's pretty recent. Yeah. Adds up. Um, I I would have been more surprised if you were like 1940. Like what? I'm going with Applebee's. Damn. Um, the reason, and Raj got me with this, he swayed me, it's the variety. Because I'm, again, being dairy-free, I'm looking through this, and like there's like four options, maybe. For Olive Garden? For Olive Garden. Uh. And there's not, yeah, I was even trying to look for like a kid's menu. Um, I feel like chicken fingers, mac- macaroni and cheese, it's got to be a thing. It, I don't see a kid's It's got to be a thing that they got to go steal some food from Applebee's. Yeah. So, if you want chicken fingers, you're going to Applebee's, not Olive Garden. Yeah. I do love their salads. Their salads are so good. The cheese grater. Is not a good thing for me. <laughs> uh, but I thought that was going to win. But You I, thought the cheese grater was going to win? Honestly, really? Honestly, I don't know where my head was Just at. Be dog. <laughs> knowing you. Um, I love their breadsticks. It's so good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm sorry. It's going to have to be Applebee's for me. Damn. And it's because Roger swayed me. All right. So he does gets he get all, all three. He does. So it sorry. Is. All right. So this is the last round, Barton. Okay. What do you got for us? Okay. We have pool or hot tub. Pool or hot tub? Hot tub. Pool. Hot tub. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are we talking about like the outdoor, like water into entertainment? Like hanging out in a hot tub versus hanging out in a pool? Yeah. Oh yeah. Hot tub. Okay, sorry, I did. Okay, this is this is Chris. He you okay. go off. Okay, so <laughs> all right, so I gotta contain myself a little bit. So we made this list of would you rather topics like a month ago, and I forgot like some of these things. I forgot this was in there, and I've talked about this so much as a person, and people are upset that I talk so much about this. I unabashedly, unforgivingly, and unsarcastically love hot tubs. They're amazing. I could, oh, I would Olive Garden a hot tub in a heartbeat. I would hang out there all day if I could. I know that's very dangerous. You shouldn't do it. Don't hang out there more than an hour. Please do not. But I love a hot tub, even on the hottest day and on the coldest day, especially the coldest day. Hot tub is where I'm at. Oh, I love a hot tub. I can vouch. I have uh, only one or two occasions, but I've seen Chris in a hot tub, and he goes to a different place. It's a great time. <laughs> he mentally right. leaves his body. <laughs> yeah. So there's a whole. It's a whole like. It's a whole experience. Okay. It's a okay. 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 <laughs> it's a whole experience. A pool is fun. It's great time to hang out, in, especially if you're a kid. It's great. I'm not talking about what kids should do because kids should not go in hot tubs. Funny because all day all you've been arguing is about what's better for kids. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, get out of here kids for this argument because really honestly nobody under 18 go to hot tub 18 and older uh but uh no kids should go in a hot tub but when you can go in a hot tub it's such an experience a pool you're having fun you're having a good time it's a great time to hang out with your family love it not saying anything against pool what i am saying though is that at a hot tub you could figure out who you are as a person in the hot tub better than in that pool. When you're in the hot tub, when you're in the hot tub and it's just you and there's no one else around, and I've done this many, many times, there's nowhere to hide. 
There's nowhere to hide. It's just you and this really warm pool. And yes, there's bubbles going on and you can't hear anything, but you're just, you have to come to terms with who you are. You're a 30 year old man sitting in a hot tub with a bunch of kids running around you in the middle of the night and you're just there and you're drinking and they're, you're having a good time. You shouldn't drink in a hot tub. I do, but you shouldn't do it. <laughs> but it's, 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 you go to another place. I've had so many epiphanies in my life. I've never taken hard substances, but I have to imagine that being in a hot tub is like being on LSD and it's the closest thing to an out-of-body experience I can have is a hot tub. It's amazing. It's biblical. It's, oh, it's, it's fantastic. I love a hot tub. <laughs> I, I just saying right now, I can't compete with this passion, but I mean, you made all my points for me. Uh, kids can't go in it. Nobody should go in it for more than an hour at a time. You can have more fun in the pool. It's a group atmosphere. You can play games. You can yeah. uh, do all sorts of things that the temperature, you don't feel weird when you get out of it. It's, if anything, it's refreshing. You're not getting more hot as you get into it. It's bigger. There's room to move. You're not just sitting there in the bubbles. I will but say. But I, I, I have to give you a point for your passion. <laughs> I will say that it is so, it's like, it's almost like a bragging right for it to be like 95 degrees out and you get into the hot tub. Like, it's almost like, yeah, it's the middle of the day. I'm getting in that hot tub and I've done that multiple times and it's, it's taxing, but it's also rewarding at the same time. It's, a, it's an amazing experience. I have a vague memory. I'm probably smushing things together this probably never actually happened of us being at the pool and uh your brother was there and we're doing the like throwing passes as we jump into yeah. the water and you're just not a part of any of this because <laughs> yeah. you're just sitting alone in the hot yeah. tub yeah there's no one else at the pool there's like six of us yeah you're alone in the hot tub as yeah. five of us have a good time in the pool yeah you guys are you guys are all like <laughs> we're cooking like i think we were grilling yeah i i think i remember saying to you guys i have something i have something i gotta go do like <laughs> i have other things i need to do right now guys i think i remember saying that because i just didn't want to be I wanted to be in that hot tub and I chose it every time. I've had such good experience. I'm not talking and I'm not talking sexual because you shouldn't do that in a hot tub. Leave that for the bedroom, ladies. Because <laughs> it's the ladies always trying to do it with you in the hot tub. Always trying. Uh, I've had such a great time in the hot tub and I've actually had a couple awkward times in a hot tub too, but that's neither here nor there. But it's been such a cool experience. Even on vacation, it's a great time. If you're a dad, you get time to yourself by just going to the hot tub because oh, you're... But why aren't you throwing your kid in the leaves during this? <laughs> I've done that all fall. I deserve <laughs> to be in the hot tub by myself with the jets going off. That They're more affordable hot tubs and more affordable than pools. The logistics of making a hot tub in your backyard versus making a pool in your backyard is a lot easier. And I just think oh, it's, just, it's just a great time. I'm going a hot tub, middle of the day, middle of the night, dead of summer, dead of winter, easier to upkeep all day, every day. I'm going a hot tub. I love a hot tub. Um, the other pool argument, I mean, I think this is pretty clear. Pool's the right answer, but hot tub's the right answer for you. Yeah, for me. <laughs> um, the... Uh, Pool brings a lot to the table when you're not in the water. There's all the seating around it. You can put your feet in. All, I know yeah. you can do that with a hot tub, but hot tubs really, you're in the hot tub or you're not at the hot tub. Yeah. The pool is a whole environment that happens to also have water, but like yeah. there's a grill going on. 
no one would consider that grill part of the hot tub area. The hot tub's just yeah. an addendum to the pool. Usually the hot tub is added onto the pool. Yeah, area. you're talking about parenting. Your parents, you throw them in the pool, you let them go to town. You go read a book, you go drink a marg, you do whatever hey, you want hey, on the side. Somebody's sidelines. got a lifeguard these kids, Rog. Yeah, the lifeguard. <laughs> Your own house has a lifeguard? Oh, I didn't know we were so rich we this was on our own property. I am the lifeguard in our home. Oh, Barbara, you guys like her. <laughs> I yeah, I don't know. I I I love Again, I, I think you're wrong, but I love the passion and I appreciate that oh, you're right for yourself. Dude, you I found love, what you and you like in life. I love a good hot tub. Give it to me. It's warm. It's so nice. You just have these out of body experiences when you're inside of a hot tub. Honestly, it just feels like home. Like, it's just nice. It's a good time. I'm going hot tub all day, every day. I can't. I know my wife doesn't agree with me on this one. She agrees with me to a point where she's, she's like you, she's happy that I'm happy in a hot tub, <laughs> but she's not getting in the hot tub. The I'm not actually a big pool guy. Like, I'm not a swimmer by trade. Yeah. But uh, there's there's little few things better than getting real sweaty, either preferably playing a sport, but maybe you're low on the lawn or whatever. Low on the but, lawn, yeah. Growing up, it was a spring break, playing tennis, get a good sweat going, and then just going right into that pool. Yeah. Tremendous. Yeah, that is good. But what if you're really hot and sweaty and really itchy <laughs> and you go into a hot tub? I was going to say, what if you're raking leaves and it's 35 degrees out? You can go into a hot tub. <laughs> you can go straight into that hot tub. It's great. Yeah, I guess you have indoor pools for that. I don't know. Anyway, hot tub all day, every day. I love a damn hot tub. And do I have to say it? It's sexier out of the two. <laughs> Both sexy. Although I have to say, hot tubs probably are, as far as transmitted diseases go, hot tubs are probably more responsible for those. I was going to say, hot tubs, I, I agree they're presented as sex here, but like it's very much no. <laughs> I, think, <laughs> it's, I think it's very much a Petri dish is what a hot yeah. tub is, yeah. <laughs> but I agree, like that's how it's presented in pop yeah. culture. As. Yeah. All right. I think, all right. Bardergate, do we got any final final points on that one? or? Um. So I definitely agree with Roger. Okay. But I love your passion. Yeah. <laughs> so Roger gets a point. Um, Man. You get two points for passion. I really wish I would have gotten all three points, though. Because I didn't get all three points on any of these, right? It was You got all three points on a couple, but I didn't get he all He got them. all three points on one of them, I think. Yeah, I don't think you did. I don't yeah. think... Um, yeah, I didn't get all three points on them. Okay. Yeah. So, um... But my thing is, like, I tend to overheat myself, so when I sit in a hot tub, yeah. I stay in there, but then when I get out, I'm too cold, so I go back, in, like, it's a, <laughs> I have a temperature problem. Okay. It's <laughs> so like, it's that's Goldilocks what a pool problem. does for me. It's just, like, chill. Um, but yeah, so I, I would prefer a pool. Hmm. There's the accents and all that stuff. Hmm. And a hot tub, for the most part, you always cover it up. You don't just let it, like, be. It, there's always a lid on there. One uh, hot tub argument that is kind of what you've been saying about the kids shouldn't be in there. If it's a public situation, kids aren't over there. Kids at a yeah. public pool are so annoying. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. So, it's 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 like adults only if you know what I mean. Over there. And you feel bad. Like we went on vacation this summer, and the pool was pretty small at our hotel, so it was a kids only basically. Real annoying, splashing everywhere. But you can't get mad because like. That's for them. This is for yeah. them. Yeah, it's, I'm yeah. intruding on their space, but also calm it down a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Plus, what? like pools can like get really hot too. So when we were on vacation, it was just in the sun the entire time, and it, it, there was no refreshment yeah. there. But also, a hot tub is not refresh e- refreshing either. 
It's refreshing in a different way, in the hot way. It's, it's emotionally refreshing. For you. It's, it's emotionally <laughs> for refreshing. I will say, maybe that is it. Maybe that is my problem, is that I have too much of a spiritual experience with the hot tub. But it's amazing. I think that just shows that I'm more in tune to who I am. Good for you. All right. What was our final? So I think we all know who won this episode <laughs> because I made a great bet. <laughs> But what was our final point total for this episode? The people have negative 700. Uh, Krista, I have four. Okay. Roger has 20. I'm impressed, Roger. It was, it was I had a good, uh, I got some good argument points today. Yeah. And you, you were on top of your game. And Chris has 52. Yeah. I got 52? So you had two. You got two <laughs> points. Well, no, I got three points because I gave myself negative one points, right? No, you gave yourself Well, you got two, two positive two because you got 50 from this bet that yeah. Kristen or Bartender K didn't even agree with. Yeah, but I felt bad for you and I gave feel like you there was just a misunderstanding with what the bet was. <laughs> <laughs> How the bet works. Uh, we'll get this. There are no rules here. Well, I mean, there are kind of so, rules. So just recapping the day, I'm going to mow the lawn, hop in a pool, yeah. go eat at Applebee's for dinner. You're yep. raking leaves. Yep. You got a hot tub. You're going to get a heavy Olive Garden Italian meal. Honestly, it sounds like I'm doing a fall <laughs> activity. You're doing a summer activity. It really does we, sound yeah, like we, yeah. I think you might be a fall guy, and I'm, I'm definitely a summer guy. Which is interesting because I would always think I would choose summer based on the fact that I can show off my hot bod, but <laughs> I don't know if I can. No, you're definitely Well, you did a pick piracy. Pir- pirate's a little summery. It is more summery. You're than, a cold winter person. You're currently wearing like four yeah. layers of clothing. <laughs> it's because I'm a cold yeah. person. I don't we, like being cold. You do not give off a summer guy vibe no. at all. Gosh, damn. You wear pants all all the time. Well, that's just because yeah. I wash I wash off that part of my hot butt. <laughs> <laughs> Chris doesn't like his legs. Uh, and honestly, okay, this is the most old man I am. People just don't need to see my legs. Just don't look at my. Don't worry about my legs. I am, however, wearing a suit jacket for this podcast recording. I think I'm going to try to wear. I want a uniform for the podcast, so I think I'm going to try to get like a suit jacket going. All right. All right, well, thank you, Bartender K, for being here with us and for talking to us for a little little bit, you know, and being the good judge for us. I really appreciate that. Anytime. Heck yeah. Raj, uh, how do you feel about the episode? I feel all right. Like I said, I feel like I uh, I stated my points well, and yeah. I uh, made some strong, correct arguments. I feel I feel like we did lean towards the my arguments as my passion arguments, Roger as the actual correct logical arguments, and Bartender K keeping it all together and like, you know, actually being a voice of reason in all of our. We need to go to Olive Garden sometime. We do. Yes, we, I got a gift certificate. Let's go. I don't you think do? Yeah. I haven't eaten in an Olive Garden in decades. You know, well, I mean, when you're there, you're eating good in the neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. My name is Chris. Roger. Bartender K. This has been two drunks so make make. Oh my god! And this has been two drunks so make a right. Uh, from our podcast, to you see it. You know, next time, next month, probably. Peace. Bye. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>